0: Hello, this is Veronica from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 9th of September. The Supreme Court today granted bail to journalist Siddiqui Kappan, who has been in jail for over 700 days. Kappan was arrested in October of 2020 while he was on his way to Hathras to report on the gang rape of a Dalit girl. Kappan was charged under the UAPA and with sedition. The Uttar Pradesh police claimed that Kappan had links with the Popular Front of India and was part of a larger conspiracy to foment religious discord and spread terror in the country. The bail application was heard by a bench of Chief Justice of India UU Lalit and Justice S. Ravindra Bhatt. The court asked Kapun to be in Delhi for the next six weeks, after which he will be allowed to go back to Kerala on the condition that he present himself at the local police station every week. Live Law reported. During the hearing, advocate Mahesh Jait Malani submitted that an ID card and some literature was found on Kapun when he was arrested. Jait Malani had referred to the literature found in Kapun's car as a toolkit for riots. However, the bench observed that every person had the right to free expression. The bench said that nothing provocative had been shown yet. Kappan had approached the Supreme Court after a Sessions Court and the Allahabad High Court rejected his petitions for bail. The Uttar Pradesh government opposed his bail plea in the Supreme Court, submitting a 332-page statement of objection. If you want to know more about the case against Siddiqui Kappan, you can check out our series called The Siddiqui Kappan Charge Sheet, which details the accusations against the journalist. Congress leader Rahul Gandhi today hinted that he would not be opposed to being the party chief again. Gandhi, who is leading the Congress's Bharat Jodo Yatra, said whether he would become the party's chief would depend on the party's presidential election and that he had decided what he wanted to do. Gandhi launched the Bharat Jodo Yatra earlier this week. It'll see him marching from Kanyakumari to Kashmir over the next few months. The yatra is purportedly the Congress Party's attempt to reach out to the public and rejuvenate its organisation. The election for the Congress Party president is slated to be held in November. Gandhi had earlier indicated that he wasn't interested in taking up the post. Sonia Gandhi has been the party's interim president since Rahul quit the post after losing the 2019 general elections. When the party announced the election for president, Sonia Gandhi expressed her reluctance to continue in the post due to her health issue. The BJP's Delhi unit held protests outside the residences of Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal and his ministers today. They were demanding that Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia be dismissed over his alleged involvement in a liquor scam. The protest was led by Leader of Opposition Ramveer Singh Bidhuri and BJP Delhi unit General Secretary Dinesh Pratap Singh. The party's State Unit President Adesh Gupta said the alleged scam had benefited the liquor mafia at the cost of the public. Gupta said the Arvind Kejriwal government was trying to evade questions and the BJP would not rest until Sisodia was removed. Sisodia, who is also the excise minister, is accused of extending undue favours to liquor licence holders. The Supreme Court today asked a petitioner to withdraw a plea seeking the arrest of former BJP spokesperson Nupur Sharma. Sharma made derogatory remarks about Prophet Muhammad on a TV news debate earlier this year. Her remarks sparked protests in India as well as a diplomatic row, following which BJP suspended her. In the aftermath, Sharma was slapped with several FIRs which accused her of hurting the sentiments of the Muslim community, among other charges. The petitioners sought directions for her arrest. At the hearing today, Chief Justice UU Lalit said the court should be circumspect while issuing such directions. He then suggested that the petition be withdrawn. In July, the court had ordered that no coercive action be taken against Sharma in relation to the FIRs filed against her. Later, the court had clubbed and transferred at least 10 FIRs against her to Delhi police. Listeners, it's not uncommon in India for people in influential positions to make incendiary comments. In the 1990s, top leaders such as the BJP's LK Advani drummed up wide support for the demolition of the Babri Masjid. Check out the first episode of our new show, Back in Time, in which host Kunal Kamra revisits 90s India with documentary filmmaker Anand Patwardhan. They talk about the rise of Hindu extremism and the movement that led to the demolition of Babri Masjid. This show is behind the paywall. It's exclusively for our subscribers who believe in the power of an ad-free news model. Join our movement to pay to keep news free. Head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. India has banned the export of broken rice from today. Yesterday, the government imposed a 20% export duty on non-basmati rice. The ban on export is supposed to increase domestic availability of rice, a government notification said. However, between 9th and 15th September, certain consignments of broken rice will be allowed to be exported. Consignments of broken rice loaded on ships before the notification was issued will be allowed. Exports of consignments which had already been handed over to customs before the notification will also be allowed. The move comes as the area under the paddy crop has reduced by 5.62% at 383.99 lakh hectare in the ongoing Kharif season. As per the latest data released by the Agriculture Ministry, this happened because of poor rains in some states. India exported non-Basmati rice to more than 150 countries in 2021-2022. The ban on export of broken rice comes after the government already banned exports of wheat in May to ensure food security. King Charles III is slated to deliver his first address to Britain today, following the death of Queen Elizabeth II on Thursday. Queen Elizabeth's death was announced by the Buckingham Palace last evening. The Queen was 96 years old. She was Britain's longest-reigning monarch. Her son, King Charles III, formerly the Prince of Wales, will succeed her. The British royal family will be observing a mourning period of a week. India has also announced a one-day state mourning day on 11th of September. Buckingham Palace has said that a royal gun salute of 96 rounds will be fired in London at 1pm today. Queen Elizabeth's health had been deteriorating since last year and she had been under medical supervision since then. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent.